Welcome to Bread for the Soul podcast. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Vaughn, aka Dr. MV, aka one of God's many redeemed daughters. All right, guys. So for this particular episode, I want to talk about the term manifest. Um, you know, there's been a lot of buzz um, in on social media um, pertaining to the term manifest. And as a Christian believer, as a Jesus Christ follower, uh, and super imperfect, right? Um, but someone who I love the word of the Lord. And most importantly, I think it's so important that we understand um, what what scripture says um, and how to properly apply um, God's word in our lives. And, you know, a lot of people, um, and I'm not, listen, <laughs> if you're listening to me, God bless you. Thank you for listening. But I'm not, I'm not casting judgment on people. I'm just, I'm merely observing. And the Bible says that you know people by the fruit, which means that by the lifestyle in which they, they live, right? And so I have just been witnessing on Instagram, YouTube, influencers, vlogs, um, Facebook, just so many people who I, I don't believe that they are Christ followers just simply based on the fruit of their lives, right? Now, they have been using the term manifest, speak things into existence, whatever you want, speak it out of your mouth and you'll have it, <laughs> like the law of attraction. And this is the thing for Christian believers, all right? It's very uh, dangerous if you do not understand what the Lord is saying to his chosen people, right? Regarding the word manifest, how it was used in biblical terminology and the context and, and in the way in which we are to use it and duplicate it for our lives, right? Versus opposite of Christ because we understand that there is a God and there is a devil. In scripture, there were your soothsayers, there were your witches, there were your warlocks, right? There were your um, your psychics, right? Whatever you want to call them, who are opposite of your godly prophets, right? And so it's so important that you do not begin to speak out of your mouth, aka manifest things and draw things into your realm, your world that is not God ordained. That is so dangerous, right? And so I, I want to, this, this entire uh, Bread for the Soul podcast is to just have simple dialogue it's not to be preachy preachy, but it is to highlight and discuss hot topics, right? Because oftentimes we, 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 we as Christian believers, we can do church, we can shout, we can holler, we can get emotional with song, right? But very few of us really dive in the word after the sermon is over, 
and really ask the Holy Spirit to explain further what what they just heard. Okay, and that's dangerous because when you have social media, (coughs) excuse me, I had to cough. When you have social media taking on, um, it's like the new, the 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 new place that people go. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know. I, I need I need water. I don't have water, guys. So I do apologize for coughing on my on my podcast. Um, but listen, this is not about catching on to the wave of something that's popular and sane, right? So you have buzz quotes. Oh, manifest that thing, girl. Oh, manifest that the law of attraction, because you can speak it and then you will have it. Well, if that was the case, everybody would have the exact lives that they desire. And I don't think that anybody on the face of God's planet want to manifest any negativity in their lives, right? So I'm assuming that everybody who's chanting manifest are trying to uh, attract positivity in their sphere of influence, right? They're trying to attract things that are going to elevate their lives, that are going to bring a feel-good emotion in their lives, right? And so if that's the case, everybody would be super happy all over the world. But because we understand in Ephesians that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual principalities in in this dark world, the Bible says, the devil has legal authorities, been kicked out of heaven into this dark world he's our opposer and his job is to deceive many and he is doing that today he is putting blinders on the eyes of people who do not dive deep into the word and in 2021 this is not the year guys for us believers to just stay in the shallow end of the pool of the bible and not not put on our goggles and go into the deep parts of the water and discover the treasures of God's word. So of course, this is Bread for the Soul podcast and the bread is the written word of the Lord. We're going to nibble on what this word says. So I want to highlight the scripture, Proverbs 18 and 21. All right. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. This scripture is highlighting the power of the tongue, meaning the power of speech, the power of spoken word. And this is where the catchphrase manifest and manifest is a word that's that's written in the Bible. You, you speak those things that be not as though they were and people take that scripture out of context and try to speak things that God did not design specifically for your life and bring that and draw that into your life. And that's dangerous, my friend, because if we begin to go outside of God's plan and try to manifest things that are not in alignment with our creational purpose, then we're walking on ice that we cannot, we, we don't have any ground to walk on because that's not the purpose and will for our, for, for our lives according to God. And so with, this is the thing. 
I'm a huge fan of Habakkuk when God says, listen, write the vision down, make it plain so the runner will know how to articulate well what it is that I called you to do. In order for the manifestation of prayers to come into natural fruition, right? The Bible talks about the definition of faith is found in the book of Hebrews, I believe chapter 11, where it says um, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things yet to be seen. That's the definition of faith. So we're dealing with the spiritual world and we're dealing with the natural world. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now that means that uh, we can we can speak peace, the peace of God that surpasses all of our understanding. We can command peace into our lives. It's a gift. We can command the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. That's a gift. That's bringing things into existence into our lives. That's attracting uh, the spiritual law of attraction as it pertains to what God's will is for our lives. And this is so important. When you begin to pray the prayer of manifestation, you have have to pray the will of God for your life because Jesus says in the book of Matthew chapter 7 he says ask and you shall receive seek and you shall find knock and the door will be open to you. Now, the, the scary part about the trend of manifestation that's going on on social media and how people are using it out of context is that these people I'm afraid are not asking, they're not seeking God for his will, and they're they're not knocking on his door for approval to open up and they can come in and dwell with him and, and have relationship with him. Because at the end of the day, when you look at the different uh, people that God chose to highlight in the written word of the Lord for us today to just be encouraged by, you look at Peter's life, you look at Stephen's life, you look at Paul none of them were rich no none of them <laughs> they did not have a lot of money they did not listen but they had power they had the power of the holy spirit operating on the inside of them paul apostle paul one of my the bible heroes of today he said listen i wear this world like a loose garment Basically, this world has nothing to offer me. This is not my dwelling place. This is definitely not my heaven. I can't wait to leave here, this bodysuit, and go be with my Lord. And he was—he died a horrible death. They, they cut his head off, right? Peter, he didn't find himself worthy to die like Christ, and they hung him upside down. Stephen, he was stoned to death. He wasn't rich. But today, Christians today, they're trying to pray prayers of, Lord, make me a millionaire. Make me a multi-millionaire, God. And Lord, let me, Lord, uh, let me have this Bentley, Lord. And Lord, let me have, let me upgrade to a mansion, God. Here's the thing. <laughs> 
Jesus, in the book of Matthew, he tells his followers, don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. See, the pagans, the those people, that's what they're concerned about. They're all concerned about those natural things. But he says, your father in heaven, he, he feeds the sparrows, he feeds the birds, he dresses the lilies, and he loves you more than them. He's going to take care of your everyday need. You know, the teacher wanted to follow Jesus and Jesus says, foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the son of man have nowhere to lay his head. Jesus did not look, he didn't come into this, this earth, this lowly, he didn't leave his throne to come down here to say, Ooh, I'm going to live in a big mansion. No, he was a carpenter. He was a blue collar, you know, regular guy. He didn't try to be such a much, but here we are today. I don't know. It's like, how come we can't look and, and I'm not saying that, okay, God does not want us to have funding. He doesn't want us to have, to bless us with the best. I'm definitely not saying that I'm not advocating that I'm not advocating poverty, but I am advocating that we will suffer for Christ's sake. And I am trying to explain that the word manifestation taken out of context of scripture is dangerous. And I am saying that in order for us Christians to begin to speak those things that be not as though they were in order for us to actually do that individually, we have to be in the presence of the Lord to get the download for our individual lives, for our individual purpose. How can you speak things that be not as though they were in your life if you don't know what God has for your life? So you now you're speaking out of your own flesh. Think about it. The word manifest, the first three letters is spelled man, M-A-N. You want to make sure that you do not manifest anything outside of the spiritual will of God. That's a fleshly desire. It's a fluky thing. It is. It doesn't have any roots and it's not going to give Christ the glory. So my suggestion is that as we continue in our Christianity, in our faith, that we really begin to get before the Lord and say, God, you know, what's your plan for my life? You know, what? here I am, however old you are, I need you to tell me, Lord, am I on the right track? You know, what do you want me to do? Because here's the thing, guys, it, everything we, we're, we're, now that we're in Christ, we are new creatures. We're in the same body, but you're actually a whole new creature. And so now everything we do, we give God the glory in, in everything we do. It's not about self-promotion anymore. It's not about, ooh, look at me, right? But it's sad because that's what we're seeing on social media. We have a lot of popular Christians. We have a lot of Christians who's trying to look like Hollywood. We have a lot of Christians who are trying to fit in and and, and they, they don't have a lot of substance, but they, they're, they're popular. They have personality. And so, you know, and, and, and it's scary because Jesus talked about beware in the last days, you know, many will be deceived. And that's scary because he couldn't even quantify how many. He just said, many, many are going to be deceived. And in order for you to be deceived, that means you had to have known the truth somewhere down the line. But somewhere, like Paul says, who bewitched you? Who got you off, you foolish Galatians? Who, like, who in the world <laughs> you were doing good? 
good. And now all of a sudden, you rolling with the, the, the popular wave. Pause. Anytime, I, I, I try to mimic my life as much as possible when it comes to decisions and being and being discerning um, like Christ. Meaning, you didn't find Christ flowing with the crowd. He always went opposite and a crowd attached itself, attached themselves to him. So, so Jesus says, narrow is the way when you follow me and only a few are going to find it and actually choose it. That means the majority of humans are not going to choose Christ's way. They're not going to want to suffer for him. They're not going to want to be lowly and humble for him. They want to be with the with the vast majority of what's popping. And so I, I, I really just want us to be very, very aware, guys, of what we allow ourselves to grab a hold to as it relates to culture and what's popping and what's popular in social media as Christian believers. Because the Bible also says in the book of Romans chapter 12, how do you know the will of God for your lives? The first thing it says, the first thing you have to do in order to find out what is your purpose, God is saying, first of all, present your body to me, holy and acceptable which is your reasonable service. And when you do this, because in order for it to be a sacrifice, it has to hurt you. It has to hurt. And God, listen, he He wants us to want to be in a relationship with him. And when you read Romans chapter 12 and you go on to verse 2, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, but that's when you'll begin to discover what Paul was writing. That's when God will expose to you what his good will is for your life. And he will even allow you to test it out to make sure that it is perfect and it and is good to you. You know, this is, this is how we begin to walk in a line with the Holy Spirit. It's not grievous. It's not burdensome to you. It's, it's joyous to you. It You want to do it. And so that's how you, you know you're flowing and operating in your new creational purpose as a Christian believer. And when you begin to discover that, that then is when you begin to speak those things that be not as though they were according to the word of God. God aligned with your purpose. For me, I'm going to use me as an example. All right. Now, God has already revealed to me what my creational purpose is in Christ Jesus. And a part of one of the missions that he would have me to do, I serve single mothers with a nonprofit. Okay. But to expand the vision and to continue to serve like Jesus did when he was in the earth physically. You know, it was 5,000 people one time following him, listening to his teachings. I think it was like three days. It was on, they were on foot. And Jesus told his disciples, listen, I can't send these people back hungry. They've been following me faithfully. I got, we got to feed them. And he asked his leaders, he didn't ask the people, Hey, you know, what do you have? Do you have any food? He said, what do you guys have? And the leaders were the ones who who were kind of downsizing well we only have you know five loaves of bread and the little boy had two fish but Jesus says well why don't you take what you have and give it to me and I'm going to hold it up to God the father who I know can feed these people and I'm going to ask him to bless it right and it was in that moment where they saw a divine supernatural miracle of provision right? And so the reason why Jesus blessed them was because the Bible says he had compassion upon them. 
When you are a Christ follower and you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you walk and journey with him, you begin to take on his fruit, his characteristic traits and kindness and compassion and love and patience is, uh, are all those fruits, right? And so for me, I desire to open up a shelter in the future for homeless single moms. Now I'm going to need resources. I'm going to need funding for that. Right. And so I'm also a realtor. So I see how God is ordering my steps. I see how he's aligning things for me because ultimately what I'm doing is to give him the glory and to help other people. So if you're praying and manifest and trying to bring, speak uh, wealth into your life, examine your heart and ask yourself, well, why, why do I need all this money? What am I going to use it for, right? Because you don't want money to be your God. You want Jesus to remain on the throne of your heart, all right? Listen, this is my time. I try to keep my episodes at 20 minutes so you won't get bored with my voice. (laughs) And I just wanted to come on here, guys, and just highlight the topic of manifestation. I encourage you to uh, research it yourselves and find out what does God have to say about faith? What does God have to say about, um, you know, believing him for the impossible, for the miraculous, right? And as long as your manifestation prayers are in alignment with the word of God, all right, according for, I mean, for your life, then you're good. But the moment you begin to veer off and you're outside of, of the will of God and you're trying to man if the flesh desires these things, then you're in dangerous territory, my friend. And we don't want that to happen. So listen, this is my time. I am your girl, Dr. MV, um, aka one of God's many redeemed daughters. And I'm your host for Bread for the Soul podcast. And you have just tuned in uh, to the episode of Manifest. Until next time, God bless you and thank you for listening. Peace.